0: What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of the Inner Light Podcast. As always, I am Noah Lee Hayes, and I'm so grateful that you've decided to share this, this next 30 minutes uh, or so with me. So today I want to talk to you about about something um something that a lot of us are are guilty of. Well, I won't say guilty because that's kind of a strong word, but it's it's something that a lot of us do, especially as creative types. Um, It's called time traveling. So a while back, my pastor, uh, Joseph Cisek, gave a message dealing with time traveling. And basically what that is, it's when we run through all of these past mistakes, past scenarios and things like that thinking about what we could have done better if there was anything that, that you know we regret or if there was any happy time, you know we focus on that. And a lot of times we focus on those things and we don't realize that had things gone like our present self thinks they should have, then a lot of the things that we treasure and value today wouldn't exist. And so for me I've always um I I I have times in my in my journey where I constantly think about you know what if what if I would have done what if I would have done x y and z at an audition what if I would have made the effort to go to an audition what if I would have moved to New York sooner what if I would have moved to Los Angeles sooner what if what if what if what if and what happens with these what ifs and staying in the place where you're thinking about what if is time goes by. The thing that's most precious to every human being time, time goes by. And during that time, you could have been working toward those dreams that are still in your heart, working towards making those things manifest and you know, once he, he gave that message, uh, he, gave, he gave that, that sermon, I want to say about four or five years ago. And that's really, that's really stuck with me because I have, there's a lot of situations where I think about what if. And what always comes back is if I would have done X, my children wouldn't be here. So, um, as most of you know, if you don't know, I worked on Soul. And so, so my first day at Pixar, my first day on campus after getting the grand tour from the genius that is Pete Doctor. Um, I had the most amazing experience when I sat down during the storyboard session. So this is before, well, they say Jamie Foxx was always the first choice, but they had me in the booth first. So I'd like to say that you know, I, I paved the way for Jamie Fox. Um, so um, you know, Fox is a great guy. I worried this was the this was the second time I've gotten a chance to work with him. So as I'm sitting there going through the storyboard, I'm like, oh my God, this is my life. I swear this is my life. You know, I'm that guy that constantly thinks about what if? Why am I teaching school when I should be on stage the whole nine, just like Joe Gardner. Um, some of the scenes I did ended up on the cutting room floor and one in illustrated just that. So as I'm watching this scene, the scene is titled living the dream. And so in this scene, I'm in a coma. So me, physical Earthling Joe is in a coma and my spirit, uh, my soul, which is being guided by 22 through the through the ether 22 takes him to the place where human dreams bubble up to the, bubble up to the heavens. And so we find, we jump into one of Joe's dreams. And so just like me, I've had this dream of walking into the principal's office when I was teaching and saying, I quit slamming the door, going off uh, to New York, auditioning, getting a show And living my life, winning Grammys, Tonys, Oscars, Emmys, every award you can imagine being a philanthropist because my talent, my gift has really made room for me and given me the opportunity to be a blessing to people. All right. So he gets a chance to to do this. But what he finds is that, yes, he has everything he's always wanted career-wise, but he's alone. For me, that's been one of my one of one of the things I've always thought of is if I would have done X, Y, and Z, I'd be alone. My kids wouldn't exist. Um, the people I love wouldn't be as close as they are now. Part of me thinks about the loneliness, and then another part of me says, "No, I'm a pretty gregarious person." I would have a new life. Yeah, I'd have a new life. I'd have people that love me, but would they be as special or would my kids be the people that they are today had I not gone the same route? So, what what I realized while I was watching while I was watching myself play myself as a cartoon, as a, as a spirit is that, yes, it's good to have markers or to remember what happened. It's good to think about what you can do better instead of what you could have done better. But once you have that memory, that needs to be fuel that propels you forward. If you're staying in the past, you're never able to move forward. There's still so much life inside of me. And I know this for a fact because I'm breathing, because I'm able to talk, because I'm able to edit this conversation and post it for the world to hear. I know there's so much inside of me. So when I have those moments where I'm thinking about what could have been better, what I should have done, that just means that To me, I've translated that to mean that, okay, when I'm presented with that situation again to go right or to go left, first, I need to pray and find out exactly what I'm supposed to do. Um, The next thing I'm supposed to do is once I get that answer or once I take a step in the right direction, I need to go. I need to push past whatever whatever fear that that may be presenting itself. And fear, in this sense, I know to mean false evidence appearing real. There's a lot of things that you might think of, like possibilities, the what ifs, that will keep you from moving forward. I'm not telling anybody to just go out today and go quit your job. You still got to eat. But if that job is something that you know you shouldn't have said yes to in the first place, make sure you make a plan so that when time comes and that fear presents itself of what if this next venture doesn't work, you'll have something something to go to. I don't want to say fall back on because in order for plan B, In order for the fallback plan to be enacted, you have to fall. And I'm not wishing that anybody falls, anybody fails. But what I do want everybody to do is make sure you're preparing for what's next. And what's next has to be positive. For me, what's next is always positive. But the things that are in my heart scare the daylights out of me. They're so scary. But because my dreams scare the crap out of me, I know those are the things that I'm really supposed to be doing. I know I'm supposed to be doing things. As outgoing and and social as I can be, I'm really introverted. I'm really introverted. I'm fine sitting in the house. I'm fine not being around too many people other than the the three other people that live in my house um you know I'm well the three people <laughs> i'm I'm fine not not doing a whole lot of things because I'm comfortable with myself, but there's a side of me that needs to present my gift to the world. There's a side of me that that has a heart for people that needs to needs to help, so I have to realize in those moments where I feel like I need to shrink and i'm I need to just go sit in a corner and go read a book or listen to some music or write poetry that because there's things in me that I've been called to share with the world, I have to move past whatever anxiety might appear when it comes to sharing my gift because artists we are some sensitive folks we are some sensitive folks if anybody says one bad thing about something that we created and agonized over um that came out of our heart you know that hits us really hard that's why you know it, it's hard to talk to it's hard to talk to a lot of actors about their performances because if you didn't think it was just the gold standard, then, you know, you might as well have called their mama out her name. But even then, if you're praising someone who is really into their craft a little bit too much, they start looking at you like, "No, that's you're not telling the truth. You're you're gassing me up right now because I did X, Y, and Z wrong." We agonize over all of the things that we have done wrong. And rarely focus on what we did right, so I know I have to push past all of that and continue to move forward. But that watching myself in this in this sequence really hit me to the point where you know I know that there's so much more that. It, I can be doing there's so much more that I'm I'm going to do. There's just a lot more there's just a lot more in me and I don't need to lust after the past. I don't need to continue to think about what if. What I need to do is make sure that I keep a journal with me. I keep a journal, I keep a notepad, I always keep something to write because ideas always come to me. Some of these ideas, most, well, I know all of these ideas are for me to act on because if I don't act on them, I'll end up watching somebody else present it at a high level. And once we do that, so folks, if you have an idea that's in your heart, act on it, do it immediately as soon as you get that idea that concept for that song script whatever it is as soon as you get it start working on it start start making making drafts start making drafts of of mission statements start making drafts of the script start writing down the lyrics to the song start working on it because i guarantee you each and every time each and every time you just let that idea go, you will end up watching somebody else present your idea to the world. And it'll be at a, at such a high level that it's going to have you in your feelings. There's a lot of TV shows that I watch now that I created 10, 12 years ago. Yep. But here's the thing. I talked myself out of even lifting a pen and starting to write by saying oh i don't have the money to do this oh i don't know how i'd even get this out it doesn't matter none of that matters don't worry about the how you know why you know why you're writing you're writing it out because it's in your heart that feeling in the core of your soul that gives you strength that that helps get you up in the morning that's the thing that you were put on this earth to present to the masses so Today, again, you know, I could talk about this all day long. So one, I just want to encourage everybody to live in the moment, be present at every moment Two, make sure that any idea, anything that comes to your mind that's positive, that will push your dream forward, act on it. And three, remember that. There's nobody on this earth like you. There might be somebody that's similar, but there's nobody on this earth that's like you. And because there's nobody on this, on this earth that's like you, that's exactly like you, that thinks your exact thoughts, that walks the same as you, that has the same electric smile as you, because you are unique, you are special, and you have something that every that that the world needs. You're a light that the world needs. So make sure you focus on that inner positivity and let your inner light shine to the world. We need you. We need you in the present. Staying in the past causes you to dim your own light. So with that, I'd like to encourage you to get to work. My name is Noah Lee Hayes. Again, this is the Inner Light Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. Shine your inner light in the midst of pain.